Hey man, it's 2020. You know what that means? It's the year of perfect vision. And if you need something to start the year off right, man, to make that vision crisp and tight, oh heavens, why aren't you going to the Jay and Silent Bob Reboot Roadshow Tour, kids? Uh, we start back on the road from January 10th to February 26th. We start in Oakland, California, and we finish up on February 26th in uh, New Orleans, man, where we made the movie. We started shooting the movie on the 26th last year, and we're going to finish the tour uh, the 26th of this year of February. Between then, whole bunch of dates, man. We're going to places like uh, Olympia. And we're going to places like Spokane. And we're going to places like Edmonton, Medicine Hat. All the dates are there, man. Go to the RebootRoadShow.com site. Pick up your tickets to watch Jay and Silent Bob Reboot with me or me and Jason Muse, depending on where you are, man. Uh, tickets are at RebootRoadShow.com. We'll see you there in 2020 in the future. Everybody's progress clips for that legend Kevin Smith. Welcome to Smodcast. I'm Kevin Smith. Okay, I can count on one hand the amount of these that I've done uh, in my office not smoking weed. Probably two maybe three it's very rarely every once in a while you run across somebody who's like i'm living sober and you respect that um or you come across i mean honestly that was it um maybe once when i had my kid on the podcast when harley was little i i think i didn't smoke i ain't smoking today because our guest is young but comes from a land of weed even before the whole damn nation went legal and stuff like that and we are in a legal we, uh, land of California and stuff. But he's still technically what they would call a kid. Now, when you say kid, I challenge you to hold up any childhood to the childhood our guest has had over the last few years, man. And he's handled it incredibly well. We've crossed paths a few times. I was lucky enough to present him with the word once. Uh, I saw him in San Diego and talked to him as well. And very rarely do you meet people in this business who are also level-headed and got good heads, good hearts and stuff, particularly when they get them young in this business, kids. You see story after story about what happens to kids jump in this business too young. This kid's got a good head and a good heart, man, um, and way talented and taking every job every teenage actor in, in the business probably wants right now. He is absolutely everywhere he's one of these kids you're gonna watch the whole if you're lucky enough but you'll probably die before it ends you're gonna get to watch the whole expanse of this kid's career you're gonna be like i remember when dot 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 you'll be watching this kid step up pick up tin one day on a stage and stuff like that he'll probably say nice things best parents because he's a damn good kid and a damn talented kid man the only kind of kid that the great land of the true north ever produces man um he has been popped probably a number of times, Funko-wise. Oh, yeah. Gotta be, right? A few times, yeah. Um, he has been... He is insanely world famous. They know him everywhere because he is part of a, a, a program that became 
a cultural phenomenon and then went on to be in a movie that became a cultural phenomenon. Um, he's got a, then he's got stuff coming out this year. Is it an Amblin flick? Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing the, yeah. An Amblin flick called, There's, um, turning. The turning. Yeah. There's an Amblin flick coming out. There's going to be another season of yeah. stranger yeah. things. Season four has been kicked off and later this year, Ghostbusters yes. happens yeah. in the midst of all this. Yeah. This fucking slacker underachiever kid also has a band. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Calpurnia that right. he tours with and performs with and probably mm-hmm. will be doing something this year. Yeah, I will. Yeah, we that venture has since been You've done. altered into something I've, else. I've You've alter- joined I've another altered, band. Yeah, altered into a smaller We're going to find thing. out yeah, we're gonna, well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. as yeah. we sit here and chit-chat yeah. with the ever-busy, mm-hmm. um, ever-good-hearted, ever-talented, and... Um, we're we're only sitting here because he's got like a minute in a jam packed schedule, and he was like, "Oh, I want to do a podcast with Kevin Smith. I own a podcast. What a great kid, man! There are many people in this life who are hard, but there aren't many that are Finn Wolfhard. Welcome. Uh, oh man, that was a very nice. That's a very nice opening. How have you been? Besides busy, um, I've been good. I've been fu- I've been good. I've been finishing up my last year of high school in Vancouver. So, did you um, actually? Do you still? Boots on the ground, go to Esquela? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Esquela. The whole time? Yeah. Ever since Even Stranger? When does that shit shoot? That's, uh, that's, last year was all summer, so I didn't really miss any school. So you don't miss any school. Uh, But before that, it was, you know, like October to, you know, it's a long shoot. It's like six months, so. So how much school of your, like, high school career did you miss? (laughs) Have I been, have I been to Into an actual school. Yeah, well, my friend told me, came up to me the other day and was like, this might be the longest I've seen you at school before. And I'm like, really? She's, she, yeah, it's more than like 30 days at least. <laughs> and I was like, well, it feels good. But um, no, yeah, I've been going to school my my entire, I mean, I've, I was homeschooled one year in seventh grade, which right. was like great and also like kind of like hell um, because I kind of had a year just to do nothing. In seventh grade, I had a year just to do nothing. Were you acting at this point? Yeah, I was considering quitting. Um, considering quitting acting? Yeah, because, so, I had, when I was, like, eight years old, I had a long, long-run dream. Like, for some reason, I just, I've always been, like, I just always have a plan. Right. And my plan, I started making, like, little movies with my friend Simon. and At age eight? A uh, little young, like, like, five, like, mm, yeah, like seven or eight. Predicated like, on what? Who puts a camera in your hands? Why does that happen? That happened, well, so. Is that just your generation? Because you I, all have iPads? Well, that's the crap? thing is, like. You know, it, I remember hearing like, "Oh, there's a camera on your what iPod or whatever iPod Touch," and that's like an incredible thing to put in a kid's hands because now it's like anyone could be a filmmaker. I mean, anyone, you know, the people that are actually doing films, like there's a reason why they are. But you know, Sean Baker did that whole movie Tangerine, which yeah, is on an iPhone, on an iPhone sense. with which yeah, went into theaters, for which went into theaters, and then also. Like, but he shot it on like it wasn't just like the iPhone. He had like some cool lenses, right. you know. He had the extra money. But like the point is, you could definitely do that. And, um, you know, my friend was, I I had no idea how to edit. That was the thing. I had no, I couldn't again wrap my. How hand. old are you? I was like eight at the time. Well, like, why would you know how to edit? Well, c- is, well, that's do the kids thing. know how to edit at age eight. No, now? I mean, because I take no. a great amount of pride in knowing how to edit. Well, th- like, that's well, that's the other thing is that you edited your first films. Yeah, yeah. And still, do you still? I mean, yeah, you said oh, it. Yeah. yeah, you still. That's the only way I can. Try, like you've worked with a lot of directors now, and I'm sure you've sure. seen they come with like a plan and yeah, stuff of like that. My is some of them like we're gonna shoot a package of coverage. Yeah. Um, I kind of go in literally shoot. 
only the pieces I know I'm yeah. going to cut together because I'm not an editor so much as an assembler, probably. Well, R- Jason Reitman, who I know has been on the podcast, yes. Reitman, he has the entire movie planned and is cut in his head before he goes in. Like he, is he his own cutter as well? He No, he's not his own cutter, but he... I mean, he has this thing where he, like, pages and pages, like, of, of each kind of big scene that he has, right. and he'll go in with second team with, uh, with the stand-ins to the location before we start shooting and kind of take pictures of, you know, a medium shot, back from behind. So, um, that's also a really cool thing to... But, uh, yeah, that was the... I wanted to make... I was such a, like, little... I don't know. I was, I was such an, I wasn't entitled. I was already kind of like a dick filmmaker at like six, like eight years old. Like I was like, why won't they give like a 10 year old a million dollars to make a movie? Like that was my thinking behind it, which kind of fucking progressive parents do you come from, man? (laughs) Where all of a sudden, and entitled as well. well, Why won't they give a child millions of dollars? Well, they weren't, they didn't, but they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Go to school and go to church. But, um, and church, what is church? What faith? Um, well, I get well because I grew up in uh, going to a Catholic school. Catholic Did you school. go to Catholic? School? And I still go to Catholic school because I currently I just, you're in a Catholic. Yeah, it's just school? a great like reality check. I I was raised Catholic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to make excuses. Yeah, yeah. Me. Um, it was uh, <laughs> that? Do you have to wear a uniform? Yeah, totally. Let's let's go. This is gonna, normally when we do this show, we always kind of it's kind of more or less this is your life where you have sure. a guest and you kind of go back to the beginning. But and for you, that's going to take like, like this a is the red yeah, hot yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just talking a second ago. Finn was just like, "How long you lived here?" I'm like, "Well, in February it's going to be." <laughs> 18 years. When are you going to be 18? In uh, I just turned 17, so in a year I'll be 18. <laughs> so I've been in this house longer than you've yeah. been on this earth. Yeah. Um, but in that short amount of time, and in an even shorter window of that sure. time, you've exploded onto the pop cultural landscape. Let's figure out how that on, happened. On accident. To that's, me, that's, that's how that's I usually, feel. Well, it can't, be, it can't be an accident if you're sitting there going, I'm going to shoot movies right, at right, AJ. Right, right. Sure, like, sure. You've got dreams, kid. Sure. Well, I, well, you know, and that's also, you know, I wasn't like... This was, I wasn't complaining of going out to people right. and complaining no, why give no, me you, money. But in my head, I was like, you had the artist, you know, mentality. people have, I was like, I, I feel like I have some cool ideas. Like, I feel like, you know, um, but just then enough, again, I don't you know, think it, I did, but it's, it's enough. What is it? It's, it's uh, there's a, 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 what did I used to call it? A, a moderate amount? No, uh, damn there's like confidence yeah and it's a little beyond a a reasonable amount of unreasonability sure because unreasonable it's unreasonable to be like it's literally unreasonable Mm -hmm. for a kid to be like why won't they give kids 10 million yeah yeah, yeah. but that's what shapes like the future that's what shapes art Mm -hmm. you just need a reasonable amount of unreasonability unreasonable amount of unreasonability is like I'm going to jump off the roof with no jetpack and fly. Sure, sure. Reasonable amount is like, I'm going to make some art. Yeah. Like, even at a young age. Mm -hmm. And if you're feeling that, like, from from age eight, for Mm -hmm. heaven's sakes, like, that's how people go, like, how do people get successful at a young age? There it is. Even at eight, you were like, I think I feel the calling. Yeah, I feel like I've always, I think I feel like I've always had a drive. Mm -hmm. And the minute I found, you know, my, I met another kid in, in fifth grade who knew how to edit on like a very basic like one an earlier version of like iMovie which is the built-in thing on Mac right. and I remember him putting uh, titles on the screen to, onto a screen and it blew my mind you were and like it, oh my god but it was like Comic Sans it was like the worst you know <laughs> obvious but it was, um, it was you, obviously and I at I, least it, was, it wasn't that Avatar font for him <laughs> yeah yeah what's it called uh, <laughs> uh, that okay. whole SNL yeah 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 it's um, Papyrus Papyrus classic <laughs> Papyrus yes. um, but yeah I mean I've always but yeah I guess this that whole pop culture thing was completely out of 
left field. Where the all right? When do you decide I like acting, or does somebody go like, "Hey, you look like you should be in shit"? No, I no, I I feel like it would have been different if I was like discovered, right? You know, because like sometimes you hear like, "Oh, so and so was discovered at the mall, and totally. that's how we got," and it's like. I feel like if someone came up to me at like nine years old and they were like, "You'd be like, help, please." Yeah, be, yeah, would have been like, <laughs> "What? No." Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, someone's talking. Stranger danger. You grew up in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Where in, in the van? Uh, like Kits area, Kitsish area, kind of Kitsilano. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's for those who've never been. British Columbia is the jewel of the West Coast. This is where I went to film school. It's where I go up to do like CW shows, like Super Drunk stuff, yeah. like. It's a, a beautiful place. You it's amazing. Rio Theater. When oh, you're of there course. Yeah, I go there all the time. You seem like I, a Rio kid. Oh uh, yeah, I just um, uh, a few months ago I saw Akira there, the big screen. That was awesome. But mm. um, yeah. So I'm, I mean, I, it's great going back there. The Pacific Northwest is in general also is just great. Mm. Seattle, all that. It's stuff. It's a good place to be from too. Yeah, like it, it gave you some roots. Gave you some earth. What do mom and dad do? Well. So my mom was like an, a visual artist for a long time. Ah, and now we're starting to see yeah, the DNA. Yeah. So and already you got a reasonable, uh, unreasonable, reasonably unreasonable, unreasonable parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my my dad, um, he does like a lot of stuff for Aboriginal people in BC and uh, like land so claims. I think I've seen you do like like charity. Yeah, I've, like, I've done a lot. Yeah, for First Nation schools yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so he did that. But in the uh, I would say early. Early '90s, he started writing screenplays um, and uh, figured out that that's really what you know he he loved to do. That's the calling. And uh, so he went to LA and got an agent at Gersh and everything, and did it for a while. And then he was like, "Well, this isn't going to make me any money." And then went home and became kind of like a lawyer, and but still kept writing. Right, right. Um, right. He still, so I still, mean, even now he's writing. Now stuff. another reasonably unreasonable right. parent in the mix right. as well so you come from two dreamers at the end of the day mm-hmm. naturally they got a dreamer kid who's like yeah i think i would like to yeah. do this stuff. and they're like okay um who tells who do you tell them or do they tell you you're good at this you should or do you go um, i would like to i t- i told them and then they were like well if that's what you want to do then you should do it um which is hard i feel like for any parent to just be like yeah sure like at a young age and also for the whole, t- I mean, I, st- you know, I've got five months left of, 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 uh, high school and I still, you know, for two parents to sit there and be like, you don't have to go to college is mm. a hard, also a really hard thing to, mm. uh, to I did that grasp. for my kid. I'll be honest though. Yeah. I was just like, the moment my kid was like, I don't think I want to go to college. I want to act. I was like, you know what? Like you go to college to figure out what you want to do exactly. in life. If you know what you want to do, that's great. My wife was like oh no yeah, yeah, go yeah, on yeah. To school and i'm like it's the exact same thing with my parents my dad's like no you know what you're gonna do man like not a lot of a bunch of money spending a bunch of money doesn't and my mom's like well what if he wants to do something else so that's what i that's what i told her inside i was like we are gonna save so, so much, much money, money. <laughs> this is gonna be incredible <laughs> it's gonna be so good we're gonna put additions on yeah, the house because this that, kid is done with school yeah that hit is not gonna be uh, <laughs> it's not gonna be very much, large yeah, as much all right so what where and why in vancouver does acting come into the equation if you're running right. around with cameras and stuff and trying to make little sure. movies? Um, well, I kind of figured out my my dad and I would talk a lot about it, and I would I would be like, you know, I heard about like NYU, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's where filmmakers are like, yeah, I know, right? I was you planning them advanced kids, man. Well, I was like looking so I, well because I would read interviews and watch interviews with directors, and I'm like, man, all these directors go to film school, like that's 
how Tish they being one of the best. And then I, we both, and then my dad was like, well, a lot of actors start as actors and then they go into directing. Like I know, and I was on like, I would do like improv class. Cause my, so a lot of it also comes from my brother. My brother's five years older than me and was like on the improv team and like, so he was acting as well. So yes. And he's so a voice there's actor. A third there's a third bull. Unreasonable, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. reasonable amount yes. of unreasonable in the house. Yeah. And so my brother was really like, you know, he also, he's the one who also showed me clerks, clerks and all that stuff. So he's a, and also a bad influence. Brother, also a bad right? influence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so a lot of it, I guess, like, kind of came from everyone in my family, and then we kind of figured out, oh, like maybe if I wanted to be a director, maybe you should try being on a set and learning firsthand what's going on on, on set. So, mm. um, I we went on um like cast. There's like open casting calls on the line. Mm. There's like cra- even Craigslist, um, which is what you so shady right which is what you hear you know yeah it's like come like, be in my movie yeah come you know, be in child my movie actor child dead, yeah 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 <laughs> Slain 11 year old boy needed kills a lot yeah, yeah yeah um, um so wait somebody somebody said hey come audition for something i saw a an ad for a local vancouver band who needed a kid for a music video and oh, we went awesome. up to, to west vancouver are you into music at this point uh, not as much. I mean, like, have you learned to play a guitar? N- no, I know how to play bass at this time. Okay. I was playing bass at that just, point yeah. when they were like, "Come be in this music video." Yeah, yeah. And my how old my bass, I um, I I started playing bass when I in 2010, so I was like eight. Um, but it when was, are you going to run for not, prime minister? Is, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. on a bell curve that's not, way ahead of everybody I don't else. Kid, sound like oh, I had to play bass. I, no, I, you sound honestly. You I sound really like just, every creative person I ever I met. Love, it starts early. Sure, I just loved it. I loved doing it, and it gave me. And I, also, part of it was like I didn't want to play sports. Like my school is a huge jock school. Which and like, school? Uh, well, is it an old school or a school? It's in my, school? My, my old school. I go to this. I went to this tiny little, this tiny little private, not private, but like. Just little weird Catholic school, and like two hundred kids. Sports oriented, very like, and most schools kind of are. Like right. you know, obviously, like there's a bunch of art schools now. There's a lot more, but this one specifically, when I was um, younger, was very, very. I mean, and I played sports. You know, I played like football, and I liked it, but I wasn't as much into it, which kind of made me a harder kid to, you know, reach, reach. Right, right, right. Um. So I only had, you know, like one friend that entire time, which is totally also all you need. in the DNA of every creative yeah, person. Exactly. You have the first one, you know, um, a believer. You got a believer. Yeah. Um, and so I just started doing it more. And then like a big thing came in, which is like it was like it. And I knew about this it. is pre stranger things, pre stranger things, pre anything. And so I've done nothing at this point. I've done no like professional job. high school or, or grade school stuff. You've been yeah. on stage. Uh, as a kid? N- I let me improv. Like that's it. That's like, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, like really like no theater or anything. And so I got this like open another kind of open casting call, like self tape for Vancouver for, area for, yeah, for Vancouver for it. For, and the director then was, then was Carrie Fukunaga. Right. Who, you know, just come off of true detective, true detective and, yeah, and was on fire. Yeah. So, I do the audition for that, and then I, you know, I do two tapes, and they're like, "Oh, they really like you. Come to L.A." And that was like mind blowing for me because I was like, "Oh my god, like that's amazing!" You know, they flew us out and for we a film to, school kid. Like I know we would. We well, yeah, and then we went to Warner Brothers, and that was like mind blowing to see like the water tower and right. like you know all that stuff. And then so I walk in, I see a bunch of other kids, and like it's a chemistry breed. So we're you know, 
and uh, chemistry like for people who don't under I mean I'm sure it's it's exactly what it sounds like it's like they test your chemistry with other kids right. to make sure that you're okay together how old are you at this point uh tw- 12 so do you have would you say at 12 years old as you're sitting on the lot Warner Brothers seeing yeah. if maybe you're going to be an it I was just having like I was so happy just to be there do you is there any sense of like oh my god we're breathing rarefied air this is nuts or at 12 are you like this must happen to everybody uh it was like a bit in between i was like I, this feels really uh, otherworldly but i also like this right, is also i'm weirdly yeah it feels okay like, it right, feels right. right um god it's amazing people yeah successful Very people lucky. adapt to success at an early point some, yeah it, just, it destroys some people oh, some people totally. like, miss the early chance. on yeah um well right, i got so, you know i got a few more years to go we'll see yeah, but uh true. you got bodies we're, <laughs> yeah. gonna, we're gonna get to that yeah, list of yeah, bodies. yeah so you get so do you get cast in that version of i it? get cast in that version so i do i as do as richie as richie as the same character and then we're like a week to shooting and we're like that's all that's weird they haven't booked our flight yet like i wonder what's happening with that and then just we hear more and more like oh the director isn't in the place we're supposed to be filming. That's weird. It was like, you know, five days before we had to fly. It was originally going to be shooting Nyack, New York, upstate right, New York. Right. And then I just got a call from Carrie that was like, hey, I'm dropping out. I can't, we're not doing the movie anymore, but thanks so much. And like, you know, this isn't, don't let it discourage you and all this stuff. And I was like fully crushed. I was like, well, if this is what movies is, then fuck this. So I stopped. I was like, I'm going to stop acting. But I mean, um, what an amazing! I know, no, total. To get no, that was amazing. 12. The first, like, well, the first like big job. Welcome to paradise, it's kid. Like, yeah, you're gonna stay home now. So, um, <laughs> so then I was just so like, whatever. I'm, I don't really want to act anymore. If it's just like the, you know, you run because it, it's acting. Also, like I said, like I got it really early, and I have a lot of actor friends that really gr- have to grind. Like mm-hmm. it's really a lot of it is really humiliating, going over and over rejection and over again. Rejection, rejection, rejection. And so I'm glad I didn't have to deal with that for a long time. Because you probably would have been like, you know what? Yeah, I'll just. Well, then I was like, you know, I can deal with rejection, but I'd rather like be making it than like having to like just keep auditioning for new things and like. So I was like, I still, I still wanted to be a filmmaker. Right. You'd be like, I, I ain't going to be on that side of the camera. Right. I'm be on this side of the right. camera where I'm in charge. Right. So, and, uh, so that went, and then I was, you know, we got this tape for something called Montauk, which at the time was Stranger Things, mm-hmm. which is the original title. And, uh, I really didn't want to do it. My dad was like, it's pretty cool. The sides are gray. Like, you should just do it. And I was like, I don't want to do it. He was like, just do it. And so... And I was like, I'm sick. Like, I'm not going to do it. And he uh, he said, well, we'll just do it from your bed. It's a self-tape. Who cares? So we did it. I was sick in bed. And then... Was it for Mike? For Mike. And then uh, they were like, oh, they really like it. Do it again. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Okay. And then I did it again. And then they're like, they want to Skype with you. The Duffers want to Skype with you. I was like, okay. So they called me and they like heard that I liked movies. And so we just talked about movies and stuff and then kind of at the end they were like um we want to we want you to come to la and i was like in my back of my mind i'm like all right this is happening again like, yeah, do, like, not get, do, yeah, do not get do not get shame on yeah <laughs> do not get attached to this so um but i was so happy i was like man these guys are awesome like at the very least i could just get to hang out with them and, and they're referencing cool movies because yeah like people at the time stranger things it's right like, and they were like you know they were referencing like oh like we want to 
some of it to kind of be like Evil Dead. And I just watched like Evil Dead and I was like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Have you guys seen the remake? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, I like it. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> um, so um, and at then, that point, they're probably like, aside from being talented, he's just going to be easy to have around. Like, I was just, you could talk shop with Yeah, them. exactly. And they they felt like I, I could keep up with them. Yeah. Um, So I I went and uh, they I think they're, a lot of the kids they were auditioning were very, like, uh, they were gr- all great actors, but they were very, like, kind of traditional um, trained, traditionally trained. A lot of them had been, like, actors since they were, like, babies. Like Disney kids. Like Disney stuff. kids and, like, totally trained. And, like, I guess what I was told was I was, like, different. Cause like I had, you know, yeah, my, no system. my, yeah, and my teeth weren't straight and like, you, you know, looked like a human I looked being. like a human and like, I, I, I just, I would mess up my lines and I would like back up and I'd do it again. And you know, it's like, so that to them was like a special thing. Cause they're like, Oh, this feels like a real kid. Um, so I did that. I did two chemistry reads and then I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything for like a whole summer. And I was like, well, it's over. Like, whatever. It's pretty cool. Hopefully they're still doing it because it was a cool, right, cool thing. And do you then, feel uh, that way? Is totally. that is that the Canadian no, still... and you going, boy? I wish them well because I would have been like, Fuck I hope, you. yeah, I yeah. hope this show <laughs> fucking dies. Thanks, Montauk. Well, see, now I get like that kind of like <laughs> if, I, if I now that I'm a little more jaded, I'm like, oh, do they deserve get, to bomb? Yes, like, you know, avoid me, will yeah, you? Yeah, Say yeah, no yeah. To me. Have fun. Um, but uh, no, I genuinely, I really liked. The, the show project. and I was like because I was you know they're like we we're going to be the Goonies and I read the script and I was like this is totally like that and so I I thought it was really great and uh, and then I got a call from like Matt Duffer and he was like we're at the Atlanta airport and I was like okay and he was like uh, you don't seem that excited that I'm calling you and I was like I just woke up like it was like a one o'clock in the afternoon I was like I don't know what's happening like how are you doing and he was like good like we want you to be uh, Mike on the show and I was like whoa and he was like yeah you don't seem too excited about it because i was very like playing it cool like whoa right. that's crazy hey, man how are you yeah hey how's it going but i was just so tired and he i just couldn't really believe it and he was i was like he was like yeah we're gonna start in atlanta soon so just wanted to let you know from me and ross we're really happy to start this with you and then we did it and it was like how amazing. long did it take to shoot six months or f- five months five months yeah, and where was it in atlanta in atlanta the whole still time. still in atlanta now is netflix even netflix at this point they had they orange had, is new black they had orange is new black and they had house of cards house so of cards. it was like getting big right but i mean you know we remembered just for the first week you know like there's i remember you if you went on netflix at the time you could see like a preview image of like stranger things in the log line and right. it's coming you know like when the release date, we're, like, we're on the website like that's insane we were all like freaking out that we were at the website <laughs> Can like you imagine how adorable thinking we, back to four years we ago all, going like well, look we're yeah they put a picture of our show well, up yeah we were now all it's so like, we own the network <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so we were all just like, this is great. And then we finished the first season where we the called other kids in the cast. They, so they, wh- what about them? Had they like, didn't uh, Gaten had experience. Like Gaten, he was a Gaten Broadway, was a Broadway kid. kid. And so was Caleb and Caleb was a Broadway kid. And, uh, Sadie, who they added on to season two, plays Max, was also a Broadway kid. And they're all very, like, well, and, and, but also, like, really innocent, amazing kids. So was it like when you jumped on set? Cause this is essentially mm-hmm. your first set no yeah well like yeah professional set yeah so like when you jump on set like was it all you're a film kid yeah but is it like uh hey man your stand-in's gonna do did you have to learn everything or did you like when you hit set um, where you're like i know what you are you do this and i do that. i remember specifically i said something to 
to uh uh an AC assistant camera and I I didn't you know he did sticks and that's really what you when you're a kid when someone goes a mark and does that that's that's, that's what you think that's all it is yes and therefore their job that's also what you think it is they're just pressing sticks right so I was just like yeah I was and this just came from a complete sincerity I was talking to him and I was like I can't believe like all you do for your job is do sticks like that's amazing and all you do fuck is, you yeah, actor and, I know, for real. And, and I remember thinking the minute I said it I was like what an asshole thing I just said and then the dude the dude was like yep and I was like so did you go to film school for it and he was like nope and I was like cool and so He's like we got five more months yeah, of this Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah just but um I was just really excited and I became friends with everyone and and yeah, they were really interested in like having me learn. So I'd stay after set and watch them shoot, and they'd sh- you know tell me what the difference was between different stuff and different lenses. And are you the only Canadian kid in the cast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, was there any preferential or special treatment for you being the Canadian kid? No, everyone was the same. Really, everyone across the boards. Nobody oh, yeah. was like, "Wow, fucking." He's Canadian. Finn so came from Canada. We, we got to be nice yeah, to him. Like, he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. They're like. <laughs> Finn, this is a telephone. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you guys use there, but uh, I think the ones in your country have cords, yeah, cords on them, and they go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was it was a really special thing, and those all those kids just became my best friends because it's like, who else? You're all on this crazy thing together. It's everyone's first big thing, and you're like, all just basically linking arms the whole time, and it's still like that. I mean, like we're really the you guys because are bonded as well. A be- exactly, at this like point. like we're we're the only people that have experienced it. So <laughs> you're like, a, a, you are honestly, and this is no exaggeration. You are bound together like a, a Stanley cup winning hockey team. No matter yeah. where you go in life, it's you'll like, have that ring We're Yeah. We've yeah. walked together and walked as champions and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, and it continues to go mm-hmm. on and on. And something tells me that even if one day they're like, have ah, it, we're done. Right. For like two years t- or five years. Then you know we live in the culture where they're like, oh my god, come back at age thirty. Right. Let's do well, that's that's that, and also the other thing is like, comic cons are giant. Yeah. Comic cons are huge, and yeah. I remember Sean Astin told me, was like, yeah, it's never really o- over. You guys, you kind of see each other every like year or few years at because the of that world. Like, and that's just like he's like, well, it's also when you're on a set, it's such a small. Even though there's like thousands, you know, bunch of movies and TV shows being made, like it's still such a small world right all right so you kind of you're like running when you're saying well because also when i'm that's also you know i'm not i don't want to be a dick but like when i'm on set and i see like an actor crying because it's over i'm always just like this isn't goodbye like we're literally seeing each other not only i mean probably going to see each other in the next six months (laughs) i mean we'll see each other on tour yeah do we have press (laughs) in like three months this ain't the last um but um it was really special, and it still is really, really, really special. And I still love doing it. It's great. When so when it when did it ha- rehappen in in regards to right, Stranger Things? Right after I finished Stranger Things, the first one. So it hadn't even aired yet. N- no, and they were like, "Oh, uh, so they have a new director for it, and um, and, it's called Andy Muschietti. Muschietti, is that did, his name? Uh, Muschietti. yeah, I guess Mu- Muschietti. Muschietti." Um, yes, spaghetti. Um, um, and so at that point, who now who was it? Was it Warner Brothers going, we saw a kid that we liked? No, it was my agents going, oh, they're doing it again. You want to, uh, we'll get you another tape. 
and they didn't know anything about me. And so you just had to go in cold and do it all again. Over. Yeah, and I didn't tell any of the kids I was auditioning with that I did it again. I just was, I already knew the character so well, so I think I had a little bit of an advantage. An Hell yeah! So I went in and and did it, and like it was pretty immediate, and also immediate when uh uh I met this kid, the Jack Dylan Grazer is the other kid in the he plays the kid with the inhaler Eddie right who's like become one of my best friends he's one of the funniest people I've ever met and immediately we were talking about something we were talking about a movie he did and we were talking about some some old classic actor and uh he's also like a weird film buff and loves like weird 70s movies because of his dad and <clears throat> why because of his dad because his dad's like a, fil- a f- filmmaker he's, he's pretty, I mean his uh his he's uncle's Brian Gray. He's like, yeah, yeah. His, he's good. His, yeah, he's great. And his his uncle's Brian Grazer. Oh, is that right? Yeah, who's uh, you know Ron Howard, Imagine guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he kind of just knew that era, and I remember we were talking about some old actress or actor, and I'll tell you who it was after. But he was like, I met so and so. I was like, Oh my god, that's so cool. How was he? He's like, He was an asshole. And I remember hearing that and being like, This is the best kid. I've ever <laughs> he's met in my honest. Life. And uh, and so we went and uh, did the audition together, and it was like everyone was just it was one of those things it's like i it was like we struck gold like everyone just like immediately became best friends do you know how rare it is it's ridiculous in, in, i'm not even talking about that i'm talking about in like this century that you got to do back-to-back projects where kids ride bikes yeah, 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 yeah. just <laughs> the, ride them. That doesn't even exist anymore, man. No, like yeah. you watch any TV show or movie, you never see kids riding a bike, and you went from one to, to another. Was that like, like, do kids? You're a kid, or you were a kid yeah. a minute ago. Do kids even ride bikes anymore? Uh, yeah. I mean, did you have to learn are, to ride a bike for these shows? Kids? No, 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 no. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's not like that. It's not like we don't. What's this? Yeah. Two how does wheels. this work? What? Yeah. What do you yeah, mean? How do I call mo- this? Yep. Where's the app? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. So all right. So it you you wound up getting cast in it back again. Then Stranger Things airs how, like a month into shooting it. And so it happens. So those so it then people must be like, "Oh my well, then God, like, we're so fucking lucky." Well, at, well, then they're like, "Whoa, this is crazy." Um, and I, the first time I ever got recognized was like we were walking in a sports bar in Toronto, and it was me and Jack Razor, the same kid. And this girl came up to me and she said, it's, "Oh, I I know you from somewhere." And I said, "Yeah, I'm. I was in the show. I just came out." And she was like, "Oh, it's my birthday. Can we take a picture?" And I was like, "Yeah, so happy." And then Jack looked at me and was like, "That was the first time wasn't it and i was like yeah i guess so he's like do you know how many more times this is gonna happen and i was like no and then from then on it was just like hey you're that kid hey you're that kid and i was like whoa this is probably crazy a million times by now oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um wow how sweet that you remember the first though isn't that amazing that's good hold on to that a lot of people uh, yeah. you know just be like oh it happens all the time and it will the kid was right but like that you remember the first one where were you in toronto I was uh, right by the Air Canada Stadium, like, you know, where the Raptors play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like at the, uh, uh, with the, I don't know. Yeah, it's right. uh, Is that where you guys shot it? Yeah, in Toronto. All that, like, farmhouse shit or that small town? That was, like, nowhere, like, you know, buttfuck nowhere. Is that right? In In Ontario. In Ontario. So, and then Jason took you to buttfuck nowhere. In, yeah, in Calgary. In Calgary. Right. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. And then they, and, and 
And again, you got bikes in that thing too? No, 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 no. That's this is a this You're is like, a look, bro. No, I'm out I of ain't there. doing bikes yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm done, I'm with, done bikes. with getting typecast to bikes. Um, <laughs> it needs but, a uh, motor. Yeah, it needs a motor. Well, we do have a motor. I saw motor. that. Good lord, yeah, that trailer made it huge. Oh, it, I mean that trailer hit so the Ghostbusters trailer hit so hard in all the right places. Have you seen anything? All the, any of the footage? Yeah. No. Okay. But he he came over. Right before he went to shoot the teaser, and this is going back. Like, oh wow, yeah. So like front runner, front runner days. So he goes. Uh, he came over and did the sh- the show here, and we were bullshitting. And right, I think it was right before we went, before we talked, before we went he on. Was my, about it. Yeah, he was just like, "I'm going up to shoot a trailer for this movie, and and um, I think you might enjoy it. it's Ghostbusters." And I was like, "What?" Ooh, and this yeah, was something yeah. that for years he was always like. You know, he's off. Yeah, he's built his own fucking thing, and he's like Academy Award nominated. It came very, I think, natural. I I think he came by it honestly. Number one, he didn't didn't do it first out. He didn't do it second out. He didn't do it for years. He's had a long, lustrous career. So for him to suddenly be like, now I'm I'm comfortable enough as a filmmaker to like handle this just because my dad did it. Like that makes it even sweeter now and stuff like that. Um, The the sequences that we saw of like the trailer yes in the sure. trailer of you guys in ecto yeah like is that Dr- real are we or do you yeah yeah that's stuff in the i'm a, well i mean i won't give too much credit, i know but, i sound like a such a yeah like, a, no 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 i no. should know as a filmmaker no, no, no. i'm like of course well, we had not we real. had a so i did like a bunch of driving rehearsal because my character i guess drives it right but, you know a bunch and uh so, uh, but and you then, don't even have your license. No, yet. but the minute I got on set, they're like, "You are not allowed to move your <laughs> foot onto the pedal, let alone do not touch it." Like, you can act. Not, you you can't can act. Drive. Do not drive it. I <laughs> mean, um, and I was like, "Fair enough." This thing is, I mean, and also that thing. So, what's amazing about it is they had two of those, two ectos, two ectos, and they were they're these old Cadillacs, and I mean, they're like there's only a few left in the world, and so they just built them. I mean, they had shells that they just built from the ground up. And they, because, I mean, the scenes call for fast driving, like you saw in the trailer. It's yeah. like chases. We couldn't just, like, have the original engine in it or else it would explode, essentially. <laughs> right. So uh, we they figured out how to put a Corvette engine into an Ecto. That reminds me of, like, in the comics Ridiculous. when I was a kid, the question. He built a, he put a, took a Porsche chassis and put a and put Volkswagen a- shell on top yeah. of it yeah. um so it was supercharged super fast supercharged could go huge did they use russian arm and stuff like that oh yeah 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 so and, that is that car, car just driving and oh, no, a pod car. yeah no it's a for real driving like there's hardly any green i mean that's also what's amazing about jason is that you know jason said in interviews too it's like there's a lot of practical effects right and a lot of the effects that you think would be cgi are not which like i was very i was so happy to be part of and jason and i became you know really good friends he's such a good dude so were you i mean to say like were you familiar with the movie but you must have oh totally yeah like it's a totally it's a kid's movie even though it came out when it came out totally that movie works almost and also also ivan's movie ivan reitman's movies his dad i mean like they're just time i mean stripes is still so funny still works oh my god look at you yeah tagging up on stripes well done and well also dude meatballs is also love meatballs that comes right from the heart of canada and made highest grossing no money so porkies was it was made. It was made for like two two million dollars, and, and then made like a bunch of insane. Money. Yeah, and uh, and 
Also, little fun fact: my uh, uncle Hadley is in Meatballs as one of the kids. Which one? He puts uh it. Well, he has two big moments in the movie. One, this kid has a frog. Yeah. And he says, uh, I think he's just sleeping. And he goes, nah, that thing's dead. Yeah. That's my uncle. Are you kidding and me? And then he also puts a fish down the girl's bathing suit uh, in the in the swim scene. So he worked with Ivan Reitman. Yeah. And I told, and I remember the first time I met Ivan, I was like, hey, my my uncle did, uh, he was one of the kids in, in Meatballs. He was like, well, I probably wouldn't have remembered him, but that's great. And I was like- <laughs> He was like, "What scene was it?" And I was like, "Oh, he did the, he did the frog thing." You know, I told him the same story, and he went, "Oh yeah, that kid was great. He delivered that perfectly." And I was like, "Yeah, Look so at weird, that, man." Um, A generation later, wow. Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. Um, what did uh, the here? Because I, I know, like, you can't talk about it, but no, no, no. Based on the trailer we saw, sure. I get the distinct impression. That there's a whole lot of movie that they're not even talking about. Yeah, yet. no, there's. I mean, that's. I think that's the point too. Yeah, to make it. It's it's really a teaser. And it's I a think, very surface level. I mean, there's a lot of there's a footage, but it's like there's footage, but it's like you know, right? You have not seen the big stuff yet. Um, how excited were you? To, and that now that wasn't you didn't have to go on tape for that. That was like we want him. No, I went on tape for Are it. Are you Same shitting thing. me? Yeah. Well, well. So the thing is, is like I dressed up in the Ghostbusters in season yes. two of Stranger Things. I was. That's why we all thought it was just like they probably no, just called you. Well, no, because I did it and I was like, okay, they're gonna hate me because I already did it. And it's like, why would they want to audition a kid who already like just you who know repopularized? Right. Well, I don't know the it's thing that the, they're well, sequelizing. In my my mind, made I was it like, hip again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, why would we call that kid? <laughs> Well, I had, you know, my agent. I'm, I'm sure on some level, they might, Finn, that image made somebody go, Maybe I gotta we ask should Jason. try Ghostbusters I don't know. I gotta, I gotta ask him if that was, but I, I, I went as, you know, I did this tape and then he saw it and I just was like, well, I'll do best I can. And he was like, he really, really likes it. And I was like, great. And they're like, well, we're going to do a table read for it at Jason's house because he, he does that a lot. And yeah. Even and Jason, for, for those that don't uh, live out yeah. here in, in Los Angeles. Jason's very uh, aside, known from the work he's made and the movies he's made, which are wonderful. Uh, Jason does these incredible readings. Live, yeah. Uh, live readings of scripts he gets, where he just pulls together the most incredible talent in this he, town. I don't know where he read, goes. The Arg, uh, the Larg, I don't know. Where Largo, Largo or yeah. sometimes UCB. Yeah, I remember so he did it there once. He'll, he'll get a bunch, you know, he'll get like Olivia Wilde. He'll get so many different people to read like good fellas and mm. like he'll table read them in front of an audience and like, like i think lean uh, what's her name lena uh, dunham no the girl who was in um oh i'm sorry i shouldn't have said lena um uh, she was uh she played uh uh kitty pride but she was in his movie uh juno juno oh herself. of course yeah ellen. oh ellen ellen page, page yeah she Wonderful. i think did return of the jedi yeah I think she was Luke for yeah, one of the yeah, readings. Yeah, like yeah. she would, yeah, that's he does perfect. mix and matches like that. Sure. So he's he's he does he's way into that. Not just his, never no. his stuff. Always, it's more always different stuff. Plays. Yeah, he loves doing. I mean, he loves. He's one of those guys who just like loves game nights. Like he has these okay. famous game nights. You know, where random people. Show. It's like such a weird LA thing, right? Because he's in a, such a he's an LA kid, and uh, he's grown up around a bunch of different huge people, and um, and got a good head and a good heart. Yeah, he's got an amazing heart. I mean, you could see it through the movies he's made. Yes, just very like, much. Very so. pure. There's, there, uh, he's a very pure, very pure person. And there are movies that ask questions and seek something. They're not yeah. just. They're not just. I want your money. They're no, yeah, about something a little bit deeper. But this one, this one is also one of those. I mean, like you could see, like 
big things, but it's also like, you know, the movie's about like a lot of it's about loss. You right, know? right. So who are the other kids? Who is the I'm not there's a girl so who looks like girl, she could be related to Egon. Who's that? Right. So she um her that's McKenna Grace, who's been in so many things. She's like one of those girls that's little girls who's just been in everything and She's uh, so much, she's amazing. She's mm-hmm. like one of the most amazing little kids. She's so sensitive and she's brilliant. And uh, she plays my little sister in that movie. And Carrie Coon, the great Carrie Coon, is an incredible, incredible actress, plays my mom. And there's a kid named Logan Kim who you'll know to, f- to find out who he is because he's never done anything. He's, he's, never ne- been... he's new you, next you. Well, he's never been, he had never been on a set before. So like, then he's new you, next you. Right. But he'd also never done like a commercial. He had never done like a music video. He was like fresh out of completely clean. Did nothing Where'd like they find an him? acting. Like he was not an acting class, and it was like an open casting call because Jason really wanted a kid. You know, same thing, and he really wanted a pure kid that wasn't Canadian kid. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, he's a Texas kid. Texas kid. Really, but still, kind. I mean, the same kind of like. Well, if you bring him up to Calgary, same dude. Right, right, exactly. Prairie, the Prairie kid, the mm. Southern kid. So uh, that kid is just, I could not, he was the most mind-blowing. He walked on the set. He walked around just like, How I've old? done this, 12. He walked around, I've done this a thousand times, you know, just Even like, though he'd never done it once. Never done it once, just the most, like, incredible, I mean, so otherworldly. How long did you guys spend there? I was three, three and a half months in Calgary. I don't know if you've been in Calgary before. Many times. Yeah. I love... Um... The Rockies. I love Edmonton and Calgary. Oh, yeah. I go back and forth. We're actually going up there February uh, this this month for, for the show reboot tour. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man, two shows in Calgary, two shows in Edmonton. The um, did you work with Rudd? Yeah. How funny is he in real life? He's I met man. him years ago. He's such a nice guy. He's the ni- also one of those guys, like the purest, one of the purest dudes who still just loves. Having com- a good he's time. we loves having a good time and also just like loves comedy. Like that's he just is there to make people laugh. Like that's why he does it and like. That dude just makes me, and he's also one of my favorite. I mean, like Wet Hot American Summer and like all those movies. They're just, you know, and he's, he's a legend. He's fucking Dorian Gray. That guy as well. That, yeah, that dude older. never. That well, that's a. It's a meme, but it's true. That dude is like yeah, never. He kind of looks ageless. like he was in Clueless still, still and kind of look. still kind of twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at heart, you know, this business will do that. It'll keep you a young, lot of man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so wait, the, when I remember when I saw that trailer, I was so happy that he took it. You know, most of us know Ghostbusters from New York City and like sure. said, he took it out into the fields and yeah. the prairies. In and, the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, it just, it for some reason, I found that very appealing. And what I get from the trailer, I see how it all ties together and stuff like that. But like taking it into a big open space and putting it mm-hmm. into any town USA is kind yeah. of smart and yeah. fun. And, and lasts for a lot of freedom. Yeah, as well. Um, all right, let's talk about the turning. What When oh, did yeah. this happen? Turning happened, I think, is post-season two of Stranger Things, and I got this um, really cool- And at this point, you're- Now, this you didn't audition this, for. This was the first movie that, that I didn't audition they were audition like, we want for. you. Yeah, this was like the first movie in where I was like actually, you know, like there was no audition. It was like, that's really cool. Right, um, right. And, uh, and this amazing, this amazing, this director, Floria Sigismundi, who's like done- uh, she did like the Runaways. She did um, the Runaways. Yeah, that was the first R-rated movie I took my kid to go. No see. way. In Times Square when it was out. Um, oh, that was a lovely movie. She did a great job. Yeah. So, so she's, wait, she directed. So she directed this movie. And is it? It's based on uh, Turn of the Screw. Yes. Yeah. And so yeah, this old novella. And uh, so it was one of those things. I went to weird 
dinner with or lunch with her and she showed me this lookbook of like what she wanted it to look like and she totally got it and so the first time you ever seen a lookbook before I'd seen lookbooks before, but uh, like Stranger Things is an amazing like lookbook that they did, and they, they did a trailer, the fake trailer too. too. Yeah, oh, they one cut of those, themselves. Like, sizzle reels yeah, they yeah, put yeah. together based on other stuff. Uh, yeah, like footage from ET and all this stuff. Right, but right. Uh, yeah, she just was like, "Yeah, and we want to shoot in Ireland, and that's that's it." And I was like, "They shot in Ireland? Yeah, we shot in Ireland." Um, and what is it? Haunted House? No, what is kind that? kind of? It's like it's it's very like on the line of is this you know Mackenzie Davis, this who's amazing, plays our governess, who's like kind of the babysitter and. She was, is that the lady she was in uh, Terminator? Yeah, she was in Terminator yeah, and, yeah. and she's like Home Catch Fire and yeah, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. She's great. And, uh, and she and was she also was in Jason's in... movie. What? This movie, one called Tully, who's with uh, Charlize Theron. And yes, like that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she comes in and really weird things start happening to her in the house and you don't really know if it's happening to her, you know, if she's imagining it or if it's all like. Period or current? It's oh well, it's set in the nineties. It's like uh, well, they period. don't. They also don't ever say that it's the nineties either. It's just kind of like, you know, technically period. Yeah. All right. Uh, but uh, you know, there's like, there's a lot of great. It's a great soundtrack. They have like some great nineties music in it. Um. So wait, you got on season two or after season after two. season so two? So when did you shoot this? Like last I sh- year? No, I sh- oh man, I shot this like two years ago now. Um. And yeah, we were in the middle of like nowhere in Ireland for, for like three months, and it was and this little girl, this girl, not so little anymore. She's she's nine now. Who her name is Brooklyn Prince. Did you ever see the Florida Project? Yes, she's the little girl in that movie. She's amazing. She's incredible. And so she's in. She's my little sister in that movie. Um, now, when I saw Florida Project, which is if you haven't seen it, like, yeah, that it's was a must my see favorite for movie sure. that year. It's incredible. Um, oh, we got to talk about favorite movies this year too. Done and done. Later, yeah. Um, she uh, uh, occurs as credibly natural, and then you read about the process of making that movie, and he had a delicate hand. It barely is no writing; it's more just recording kind what of, they yeah. said and then yeah. shaping a story around it. How did she do with here's a script? Well, that's the, so that was the first movie that she had yeah. where she like we had to sit her down and kind of and that's she adapted to it. So I I don't know how a seven year old could have adapted to that better like she it took some getting used to for her for sure but like you know she went from a summer just eating ice cream and running around and screaming to you're going to sit down in this period big house and you're going to be quiet and you have to play this character she's not a lot like you but this is like what acting is and she kind of cognized it yeah and just kind of slowly you know got it and uh so that was amazing to look at and uh, I remember she told me she was, she's also one of those kids that has that drive. She right. was like, I want to, she's like, um, isn't A24 the best one time? And I was like, yeah, they're kind of the best, man. Did, <laughs> they, did, they did Tusk, they right? They did Tusk, yeah. I was like, yeah, man, they're kind of the best. They make the best stuff right now. And she was like, yeah, I have a, I, I, I want to pitch them something. Uh, and I remember just being like, dude. You're like, you're getting younger and younger Yeah, I was like, Jesus, you want to pitch something? Like, even me, I was like, whoa. Um, She told me this giant, elaborate idea, and it was the most insane thing. And I was just like, this is, yeah, this is pretty great. You were like, so I went and pitched it one of them. Yeah, so then, yeah, 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 behind her back, and now she's got enough money for it. When when you work on an Amblin movie, do you eventually meet Mr. Amblin? Mr. Mr. Spielberg himself? Yeah. Funnily enough, I didn't, but he did a lot of notes on the script, and and uh, he was 
he was vital during it. The, during the process. Yeah, he he. We got a bunch of Amblin people that came over for, to to set, but he didn't ever make it out. Um, but I know he likes the movie a lot. And uh, but uh, I've finally I never met. Actually, I have met him. That's not true. When I was uh seven years old, I was in Larchmont Village in Los Angeles because my uncle lived there. Right. And he walked by with his um, granddaughters, and I ran up behind him and. It was like right after Munich, right? And so he thought he was gonna die all the time, and so, um, and I was running behind him, and all I could hear was like, so it's like when you hear running, it's not, you know, it's the last of, thing you expect as a seven year old. Right, going, and then I'm a huge around, fan of Munich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Munich was huge for me. <laughs> um, but uh, no, he uh, he just looked down, and I just looked at him, and I ran back. Um, so there was no words exchanged, but technically I did see him. You did. That was a face-to-face -face encounter. It's a face-to-face encounter, and uh, it's, that's how I'll remember him is the scared face. Of, you <laughs> the know, terror of. Of looking down, yeah, and realizing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that was. It when does that, that come out? January? I think, yeah. Um, did I see you're going to Sundance as well? Were no, I had a, I, I, yeah, I was in a, uh, I was in a, sh like a short film that makes up, like it's an anthology movie. Right. That, uh, that I'm in. With, uh, I don't know if you know, like Adam Pally. Yeah, of course um, I know Adam. Yeah, Pally. I mean, I know his work, I don't, he's, but I know him a little bit. He's amazing. Yeah, he's and, very uh, cool. So I did that with he's him. He's one of the stormtroopers, I believe. He is. And, he uh, punches in, Baby Yoda. He punches and he, Baby and Yoda, I heard, yeah. I was watching He's it. the one that doesn't want to punch Baby right, Yoda right. And first, then, but then resorts to But then to resorts it. after biting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I saw, I remember going, oh, that sounds like, uh, that sounds familiar. It sounds yeah. like a, I was like, I know that's Jason Sudeikis, but that's a very familiar voice. And I go online, sure enough, I text Pally and I'm like, dude. How did you scam that gig? What like, did he say, where did he get it? I, I have he never answered me. I it mean, he did like answer me, but like he was like, who know people things. Yeah, he's very like in the in the um, he knows everyone. Kind yeah, of. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he's brilliant, and he we did that together in Miami on like random weekend, and it was really fun. Um, so I got that. That's coming out. I don't know if it's like a wide. I don't think it, there's a wide release yet. I mean, I think that's why it's going to Sundance. Right, right. They'll figure out what they're going to do after that. Um, which is also what you happens did for Clerks, later right? in the year. What's that? Yes, we went to Clerks. We're uh, into Sundance with Clerks. Did you also? Did you have any other movies where you had to do that for distribution? Or Was that kind of like it was like one and done kind of? Because you had a deal. After we that. went. We went up with no distribution. Then the next time I went up, let me see. It was Chasing Amy already had distribution. One time we went up with this movie Red State, and I was right. like, "I'm gonna auction it in the room," and then I was like, "Fuck you, we bought it," and unnecessarily who, and uh, pissed off a lot. Who of put it out? We did. We released ourselves. That's when we started. Yeah, Red State. Red State is tour. very. Red State is very underrated, um, and it has Michael. Uh, Mike, Mike. Well, Michael Parks, and also the kid in it. Um, oh, Michael Angarano. He is one of my favorite. Isn't he wonderful? He's so. A and cast of kids, man. Kyle was wonderful, yeah. and and Nick, who blew up with. Uh, Succession. Nick oh, oh man, yeah. I haven't seen Succession, Succession yet. I heard it's amazing. He's so fun in it. But like, I, he I, was in the I sat well. in front of uh, on the way back from Calgary because he did a uh, Michael did a uh, a cameo on another show called mm -hmm. The Teacher, which is shooting in FX for FX, which was in. And I just turned around and it was like five in the morning. It was so I didn't know if I, I turned around. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's and I totally fangirled. I was like, holy sh shit! And we got up and I didn't say anything until right when we you know went kind of the slow taxi. And like it stops and the seatbelt sign comes off and it's like, I'm a big fan, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, thanks. That's got to be um, nice to hear too. And cool. uh, 
he uh, yeah, he's also in one of the best kids' films, Sky High. I don't know Sky High. Sky so High is Nick Bronze in that as well. One of the best. As is, um, oh my God, Nick Bronze, dude. Nick, he's the best man. He's I, I couldn't. He in our movie, he he played uh, Billy Ray, and he was like, I remember him coming in and being like, um, I want to wear this thing. I don't know if you've ever. It's like long hair, but like. <laughs> it's all tied up but it's like as if I have rat. my head shaved and I'm like do you mean a rat, rat tail and yeah, yeah, like, yeah yeah do you know what that tail. is and I was like yeah that's perfect um, he's lovely and also Danielle Panabaker was in that sure. movie as well and she's I work with her on Flash all the time oh, right, I right, love right. Sky High Sky High is an amazing Sky High is amazing and that's oh my also God, that's right. I took my kid to see Sky yeah. High, so you'd be right in the same. That's movie. yeah, the same. Yeah, that's my my parents took me to see that movie but that You just did a voice in a kids movie. You did Adams Family? I did Adams Family. How long did it take? That took a really, really long time. Really? It took, well, well because you kind of keep, when you're filming an animated movie, you kind of have to keep coming in. Because as they're animating it, they're kind of like, oh, that doesn't really go well with, and they kind of keep rewriting it. So you have to go in and do revisions. And um, it was really fun, but like, you know, it, it got, it, it was like a, you know, a really long time. It was like six months. And then you keep coming back in. And I'm like, well, I was like, Man, that was a really hard session today. I'm so glad that's over. And then it's like three months later, they're like, you're coming back. And I'm yeah. like, is it the same thing? And they're like, yeah, we just got to polish it up. And I was like, well, that's how it goes. But uh, <laughs> but it was fun. It was so fun. And and uh, it was cool. I got did to- Did they have you find a voice? Or did you just do I kind of just did my own voice and figured out like, because that character is so chaotic as right. Pugsley is so, so I just kind of had to scream for a while. And it was so fun. And I'm glad that they, that was also a movie I didn't have to audition for. They were like, hey- we want you. Yeah, and I was like, "Of course I'll do it." Um, so that was that was amazing. Um, and uh, wait, come to uh, you've never done a, an animated movie, have you? We did um, Clerks cartoon years ago right. on ABC. Jay did Jay and Silent Bob super groovy cartoon movie. Years oh, ago. right, 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 cheap cartoon movie. But uh, that's no. Right now we're working on Masters of the Universe for Netflix. Wow, so, like as in. Like we're doing a, a reboot, not even a reboot. It's actually technically not true. It is a sequel series. Essentially, picks up where the old stuff left. Like off. Masters of the Universe, like He Man, He Man, of He-Man. course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is probably way. It's like power. literally ten yeah, yeah. years before your time. Yeah, is that live action or animated? It's animated. Uh, uh, animated, but they're talking about. There's a movie that they're putting together as well. Wasn't there a like going off of Clerks spin? Like, wasn't there a like a weird like a sitcom for there Clerks? There was a, a pilot. So they a made a Clerks uh, TV pilot back in 1995. I was. I don't know how that would work. I don't either. Well, now today it'd be easy, but back then. Well, like, if you're on, well, you because you're on, on cable TV, TV you can't you say get... you can't say anything that you in your movie. You know, you can't yes. do the 36 blowjob joke. It, it would have. Well, I think what they reacted 30, she's 30, to. It's 37. Exactly. They, yeah. They. Uh, yeah. You, I don't know if you still can do that on TV, but they. Oh, I think what true. they reacted to is like, oh, it's a workplace comedy. Like it's people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, a, sure, sure. Like it's like it's Alice easy. or sure, yeah. sure. So they were like, it should oh, be able to plug into here. How great is Alice doesn't live anymore? It's a, what? Doesn't live here anymore. What? That's one of my favorite films of all time. And I just found out the other day that it was a sitcom. What? Who's like my what, mom? What old soul did you swallow? Apparently, at my age mom's. Six? My mom was like, you, you ate the old soul of some like some art critic. No, I love I love that movie. It's a wonderful movie. And uh, Martin Scorsese. Totally nobody ever talks. No about one it. ever talks about. They always and talk if about I ever the mafia meet him, movies. If I ever meet him, I'm going to tell him that that's probably my favorite movie. For Ellen Burstyn is amazing in it. She's amazing, and the kid's really funny in it. Um, and Jodie Foster's in it too as a as a young and, pa- and Polly Holiday, who played Flo in the series, is also Flo. No, no, that was Diane. What's no? It's one of them. Big Tayback, sure. I think, goes over. 
because it was Diane Carroll who played. I forget. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but yes, an amazing movie. My God. All right, let's. So that's Finn's year, man. You sure. can go see him in uh, Turning Soon. Turning. Uh, Ghostbusters is what the summer? Yeah, it's July. I think July. Right now. It's going to be massive. Hopefully, yeah. um, you could go. Uh, Stranger Things four is happening, but you haven't started shooting that. No, yet. we start in. Uh... Yeah, we start the summer, I think. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Do you look forward to like, yeah, let's see where it goes. Do you I have any it. idea each time? That's the thing is that everyone's like, in interviews, they're like, what can you tell us? And I'm like, Literally honestly, nothing. nothing. Yeah. Like, because they write it as we shoot. So, you know, the Duffers will go back and, sh- and write it and keep going. But uh, yeah, you could catch catch me on that. And um, and then when are you, uh, we didn't talk about the band. So you left. Right. Or you finished. We finished Calpurnia. Calpurnia. And what is it called now? Uh, there's a, I have a band called the Aubreys. Which the is Aubreys. Just, yeah, it's just really small. And um, we kind of wanted to go more independent route with it. Nice. Um, and just, just kind of release music when we wanted. And Have you not- released anything yet? Not yet. Um, there's stuff coming soon, so watch out for that, I guess. But what uh, did you did the are any members of Calpurnia coming? Oh uh, yeah, the drummer of Calpurnia is is me and it's me and him. We're like it's our uh, it's our two piece kind of. But uh, yeah, it kind of really just a two piece. Yeah, it's just two of us doing everything. So he's yeah. a drummer and you're yeah. a guitarist. Yeah, and well, we I also like on on the record I play like bass and we both play keys and a bunch of different stuff. But um, it's uh well. Music is always going to be fun, but it got to a point where, like, we had to tour, right. which is impossible for me because I can't just, like, book a show because I have to do Sometimes someone Sometimes you're on more. a set for, like, four months Yeah, and it's time. like, I don't want to put you guys out for waiting around, so right. everyone should just do their own thing. Um, so that's why we've kind of done this independent, more independent thing of doing uh, kind of self-releasing and, and with a bunch of different people and just releasing music when we want to. But, uh, yeah, so there's a... So a few things. I'm also, I'm directing my first thing soon too. The fuck what? I'm very excited. It's this. Um, I wrote this short film. It's like five pages, and uh, we're doing it in Vancouver at this convenience store. Um, what? Yeah, a convenience store. I know. Kid, I know a thing or two. Two about convenience stores. Um, what? How awesome! Now wait a second. This is something you've been talking about doing since you were eight. Yeah. And you're now on the cusp of eighteen or seventeen. It yeah. only took you nine years to realize your dream. You're about to make your short film. Yeah. You had a bypass a stopover if you yeah, will yeah, yeah, of becoming yeah. insanely internationally famous with <laughs> sure. a few things but now you finally get to do the thing you wanted to do yeah what it's a five pager it's a five pager it's a short thing and Who, uh, are you doing it for yourself are you funding it are you- uh so yeah so that was the thing is that like we realized i so that was also going back to jason reitman is that we were talking about it and i was like he was telling me like you got to do a short first because you know or just a really low budget thing and and so i i would come up you know, I, I just kind of figured out on set. I was like, okay, I need to come up with an idea. And so I would go up to Jason and kind of pitch him ideas. And he'd be like, that's good. But the first, I remember the first thing I pitched to him was like the most insane, like impossible thing to do as your first short film. I was like, like, I want to do one uh, that's, com- it's a silent film. And it's shot on like, actually, like I want to actually shot on like what they shot with Charlie, Charlie Chaplin with. And he's like, okay, so you want to do a short with something that doesn't exist like dead technology technology that like (laughs) will take so much money to do right and he basically told me he was like do two characters in a room talking to each other and have that kind of easy thing works yeah and then i kind of realized i was like well okay and so it's it's just about i 
if you want to read it and give notes that of course you I would if you have if five, you have five pages five pages is, if you got the time that's a breeze son yeah five pages in a convenience story, um, story of my life yeah, it's gonna yeah, be yeah. the name of my biography <laughs> five pages a hundred pages in a hundred pages where did you figure out how to find a place that you're like oh, we I'm just scouted go. um we went to like a bunch of different places in vancouver and so, well, who's financing it? so so that's the thing we were like i wrote this thing thinking it was going to be no money right and then i realized fuck this is a lot more money than I thought it was going to be. So, and I had, I had crowdfunded a thing before I had like co-directed a music video, which is like, were people cool about the crowdfunding? Thing? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And well, that's the thing I wouldn't have done it unless people didn't want. And that's also the other thing is like, I don't want to pressure anyone to, cause I, th- I think a lot of people are like, well, you could just fund it yourself. And but it's I could like, see in your case, like you're a kid, most people be like, Oh my God, like create, you know, it, it, he's, he's not right. doing it to get rich. He's doing it cause he wants to make art and stuff. Right. And but it's, it will I don't also, think you it know, comes off untoured is what i'm saying yeah i think most people it, it was like, a very support that yeah it was a very like if you want to support it for sure if you don't mm. it's whatever but uh and i'm sure you gave it the like undersell like that well yeah if you want to support it great if well not, no well i mean it's one of those things where it's like you know not everyone has money it's like true. so it's a weird th- it's a it's it's a, a it's tough to figure out because you've seen people do crowdsource funding campaigns where it's like you haven't done it successful. yet have you no, technically not. We got close with this thing we were doing called Hollyweed, but the company went Oh, under. was that a web series? It was a web series, yeah. Did that yeah. come out? It did not. We did one episode, and then this company we did it with, Rivet TV, we kind of went under. But, so that was, like, people would have paid for it if the show, like, came into being or stuff. So it sure. just wound up going away. But I, at one point, we almost did it for Red State. And then I'd seen an article online, because I talked about it. I was like, oh, we're going to do this. And this is before Kickstarter existed. Sure. Before Indiegogo. We built a website for it, and then somebody like shamed me out of it. They're like, "Yo, Kevin Smith's gonna beg for money," and I was like, "Oh my god, is that?" How yeah, it works? yeah, no. But that's me because I've been established. I've made a bunch of movies. But you being a kid, man, the that's first... like so easy. Yeah, and no. so an awesome way to do it. All I... right, so wait, where'd the money come from? Short. Uh, money was yeah, crowdfunding from a bunch of different people from the, the short you're about to do. Yeah. So you raised a budget for it. Yeah. Fuck so it, we're man. doing it. So uh, when does it begin? Week it begins February, early February, and we're doing that. Hopefully. I mean, you know, I want to enter into festivals and stuff. And are you excited? Yeah, it's like all I've ever wanted to do. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, for the all of the last nine years. Yeah. Most people can like talk about waiting. Like, oh, for fifty years, I've always yeah, wanted yeah, to. Yeah. You had nine years. I had That's nine. not bad, dude. That's aggregating. Yeah. Productivity on yeah. a regular basis. Well done. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's talk movies. Sure. What did you see this year that you liked? My favorite movie, uh, my favorite movie of the year is Uncut Gems. Yes, I just Safety watched Brothers. two weeks ago the Safety Brothers. Safety Brothers know how to make a movie that feels like you are in like being in the movie. By yes, it. Yeah. they keep a dr- if one of their secret ingredients is a driving score that begins when the movie begins and doesn't end. It's, there's no breaks. If you've noticed, it's like it's a visceral. Yeah, there's no other movie where it's like you're in his head, having the experience with, and you're reacting, and also you're just like. Your just your hands are on your head the entire time. Do not do that. Yes. Do not whatever you're doing. Do not do that. He does it. It's 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 insane. And then um, at the same time, you start rooting for him. And then like yeah. you know, but it, then you're like, wait, he's gambling. Like, should I be rooting for him? And you're like, fuck it, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. And then it has a very killer ending and stuff where you're just like, oh, oh people man. don't do this anymore. This is wonderful. Yeah, I love that. Well, movie. that's what I think. It's like they are like the new Scorsese. You know, Scorsese. Like you know, no one or like Cassavetes. You know, like no one Did really you like makes. Good time? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love good these times. cats are fantastic. Um, um, and it's doing killer business, too. I know. I was very happy. Movie, yeah. I was very, very happy for them. Ooh. 
Someone's going to call. Somebody trying to get in the house. So, um, all right. Who, what's after that? Um, Jojo Rabbit was awesome. Taiko TD. Yeah. Um, that was great. And, uh, there's a movie Jesse Eisenberg did mm-hmm. um, called The Art of Self-Defense. Yeah. You I see, see it all the time on uh, iTunes. I haven't picked it up yeah, yet. Yeah, you should. It's, it's him great. holding a doction. It's, yeah. In a, with a fight. Yes, yes, it's yes. It's good? It's so great, yeah. Who did it? Do you know? Uh, no, I don't remember. But worth watching. But very worth watching. It's definitely the most underrated movie that came out last who year. Who are the actors, actresses that it's, you like? Um, no, who oh, that you oh, like that, that I make love. you go like, Ooh. oh. Oh, man. Well, just seeing Adam Sandler was incredible right. how a dude can do so many successful crazy big budget comedies and then just be like okay i'm gonna do a, a bomb back film or mm-hmm. i'm gonna do a Satchel brothers film is so like so cool mm-hmm. and bold how you could just do you could slip oh you can just slip out of it since pta right since yes yeah, since uh, punch drunk love punch drunk love with paul Thomas Anderson. um so yeah he was great and uh we uh who else is there i mean obviously michael uh, Angelino or is it Angelino? Angarano. Angarano, yeah, sorry. Um I just love his stuff. Where do the young kids sit on like the like the Leos of the world? Oh yeah. Well Leo's amazing, obviously. Leo. Right. Uh and uh dude, Brad Pitt and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's pretty wonderful. Those that perform those two and also your freaking daughter was in it, man. She was. It was so, kind of sweet. I was so on a, cool. I, it was wonder I was happy for her. She had a really good year, but I was on a plane month ago two months ago and once upon a time in hollywood was on the plane i didn't you know, have seen it you sure it was out, but i was sitting there like well we got a five-hour flight fuck it I'll watch why not it. and there's a very surreal sensation to watching a movie on a plane that your kid yeah, is in is in yeah so, and then it's so like weird. wait a second it's like a quentin movie it was very very cool i that yeah that must have been kind of mind-blowing it was it was um, one of those he was one of the filmmakers that like made me want to be a filmmaker so to see her pop up in his flick was like oh my god yeah like yeah. is a, you know a- to see Reservoir Dogs I mean I wish I could have seen my dad was telling me about how like he was like he saw like Reservoir Dogs at Vancouver International Film Festival and there's like two people in the theater and he said it was the most mind-blowing thing he'd ever and I was like you're so lucky but you know now we have stuff like Uncut Gems that's out and you we can do. see it for the first time that's a movie that you know those kind of movies affect you like physically what um what else did you see? What have you seen that makes you go, oh man, that makes that like I would imagine the Safdie brothers even movies, makes you go like I want to make a movie right now. Oh yeah, well also like uh there's a well there's a movie that I've been meaning to watch that you you've seen more times than any movie. What is it again? It's the you've seen it like four. I I've heard you talk about it in interviews before. It's like four. You've seen it like four hundred times or something like Avengers that. Infinity War because <laughs> that's that's definitely yeah. one of them. No, um, it's let an me old see my war. top five old movies were. Um, uh, um, do the right thing. Last temptation of Christ. Last, wait, oh no, 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 no! Keep going. Sorry. Man for all seasons. Uh, Jaws. I think it was JFK. man. I think yeah, I think it was man for all seasons. Man for all seasons is uh porn if you like dialogue. Sure. Uh, and if you like uh studied mannered performances because they're all like you know English turn of the century yeah. like King Henry and stuff like that. Oh yeah, but the That's dialogue the one. Yeah, this is, is the like just fantastic. It was written by. Thomas Bolton, Paul Schofield, who played Thomas Moore, is amazing. But there's a performance in the movie by Robert Shaw, who played Quint in Jaws. Yeah, oh, man. And he died, you know, in yeah. the 70s, so we didn't get... He's in a bunch of stuff. He was a playwright as well, but, like, he didn't get as much out of him as, we, you know, you could have and stuff. But that performance in Jaws, of course, is indelible, and everyone loves it. 
his performance as Henry VIII, and he's only in Man for All Seasons for about tops 10 minutes, is mind-bending. Yeah. It's like watching a, like a tour de force. Uh, like he, he, uh, man, he was, he was damn good. Whenever people ask me like, who would you dream cast? Who would you cast in a movie? I'm like Robert oh, Shaw God. and my father because they yeah, come yeah. back from the grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People are like that's Both morbid. Them. Yeah, yeah. But still, what a weird cast it would yeah. be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been watching. I get the. I got the five films of uh, Cassavetes for Christmas. What on, it, now? What does a 17 year old make of Cassavetes in 20? He's like my favorite. Oh, he's, that he's, makes my heart he, sore. His his movies still. I think they still like his first movie. Um. Killing of a Chinese Bookie? Well, no, that that movie's great too, but the Minnie Moskowitz? No. Uh, uh was it Faces? Ah his first movie. Well done. Which was completely improvised, which was like unheard of at mm-hmm. the time. You know, there are a lot of you, you have a lot of filmmakers that do that now. And Back then, uh, no. No, and people would be like, you know, there people get really uncomfortable because like a, a lot of the dialogue was like cutting each other off and and doing a bunch of stuff and like real how real people talk. And uh you know, it's a short watch. It's like an hour and 20 minutes or something mm. like that. And it just, it holds up still so, so in such amazing political commentary. And this on, is a guy who was also doing mainstream film. Like he was also in, in Rosemary's, Rosemary's Baby. Baby. Yeah. Like and acting for such somebody a great, else. yeah. And also just made really also weird movie. You know, he did that movie opening night, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, His also mainstream movie hands down probably is Gloria. Which I haven't seen, seen yet. It. it had Jenna Rollins and yeah, it was yeah. his wife, of course. Jenna Rollins. And um, it was very much like a, a, a urban mob movie. And as much as she was an old mobster's mall who winds, it's, it's you know, uh, it's a Mandalorian. It's Lone yeah, Wolf yeah, yeah. and Cup. She yeah, winds yeah, yeah. up in the yeah. care of a child and, mm-hmm. you know, it's her against the bad guys and stuff. And that, most of his stuff was like faces. Sure. Like everything else. More you know groundbreaking whereas gloria was like right. oh i recognize this and i love films like that but i've also i also love films that are like supreme i don't know like i love like harmony korean's films mm. and still his mm. films now like i love the beach bum all right did you, did you, you like the beach Bum? i loved it yeah so you were the one that went the uh, <laughs> yeah 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 the one I've, i was shocked that that movie had such a hard time because well, he was coming off of the spring breakers, spring breakers is, and matthew mcconaughey for i think sake. also because I, yeah i don't know what the whole maybe it was just the marketing of it and mm. maybe that I was a24 or was it neon? no it was neon, neon. and and a24 didn't have anything to do with it so i don't know but neon does great stuff too but what um for a 17 year old what is a a24 is kind of the new miramax i would imagine right totally like well yeah well that stuff. was also you know when you went to when you did clerks sundance they bought clerks mm. right they were they the were a24 the of their day yeah no, it's totally. That's exactly. It's what It's funny it is. that there's brand awareness that you like that you, the little girl from Florida Project, yeah, yeah. like a twenty four. A twenty four is the best. Yeah, no, they have. Uh, I mean, they built a pretty strong brand, and they do that by putting out like incredible movie after incredible movie. Right, and you have also they have like they have such a good business model. I feel like too because they have some of these lower budget movies that are just like they have a deal with Directv. Yeah. So t- sometimes they'll just slide a movie onto DirecTV and you're yeah, like, where did this come well from? Look at how well-versed you are. Yeah. That's... Well, you're like, wonder, where did this come from, you know? And uh, and so they, they're they just doing they're doing it big. Um, so I love, I'm like, an, I'm a big fanboy of them. Um, what uh, What is uh, the movie you're most looking forward to this year? Oh, that's coming out? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Did I, you see The Irishman? Oh, no, not yet. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah, put aside some time. Yeah, yeah. A few weeks and watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would have liked to see see Honey Boy. Yeah, I really liked it. 
I here's what I love. I'm, number one, I thought like, wow, it's bold and brave, and that's like, uh, well, that's that was the biggest thing. Therapy as filmmaking, I'm always for. But... And also, growing up as a child actor, you're like, it's it's a weird, it's a very niche, oh my god, yeah, that's right. I it's the most niche movie. Like it's and it's also just so specific. It's it's him. So yeah. like, if you're not as you're watching it, you're like, that's even Stevens, right? Well, that's exactly. This. That's this, right? Um, what I also appreciated about it, aside from how studied and, and wonderful it was, ninety minutes. Such a, yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You can make a movie. Because for... at a certain point, if you watched another half hour of that kid getting mistreated Be, by his dad, yeah. you'd be like, okay. Yeah, I get it. It's enough. But 90 minutes, I was like, oh, and he learned? Good. Yeah, We're yeah, yeah. On. Exactly. It's it a kind good. of a perfect in and out. But um, um, yeah. Look at you, man. About to direct this year, about to do more acting this year, about to do more music, man. You're living the damn dream, kid. Yeah. I, I just, I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't love it. You do enjoy it, and you're good at it too. There's a natural aptitude for it. Yeah, and then we actually we have to do something one day together. That's the that that's the goal. I'm making a high school thing next. I'm making Uh, Mallrats uh, a sequel, Mallrats sequel. So maybe that's where. Oh yeah, last is Clerks. Clerks three is happening now. That's also happening as well. So I'm gonna do Clerks three and Mallrats, and and the movie's called Twilight of the Mallrats. Are they? And that's are are the uh, Clerks three have funding yet? Um, kind of. Yeah, I, in theory, after reboot, everything got way easier. People were like, oh, he's trustworthy. Right. And yeah. So <laughs> he's not crazy anymore. <laughs> so it, yeah, it looks like there's, there's a, a clear path for both of them. Is that I just I rewatched Clerks two the other day and I was like, man, I the, love that the kid who I think it's it might be one of your best. I mean, I, I'm I'm with you. I, I it's me. so it's so good, man. It, it, it's and that's the, that a kid could dig it is weird to me because that's a middle age movie to me. It's a movie uh, about like you know hitting. Well, it's like a coming of age movie for a middle age person. I guess you're very. Oh yeah. my god, so well played. Well, well I just so smart. It's well, the, true. The, the coming well, the of age ki- movie for a middle age person. I'm the, literally going to use that <laughs> for, for mall rats. That's my formula. Sweet, good. Okay, high five. We're it, high five, and you can't see it. Is the uh, the kid who played elias trevor Furman, amazing is he he's acting? a game developer he's of he's i i went he's zach moore he's got a huge part in clerks three I, okay good i with. got so sad when i saw his imdb and he didn't do anything else after. i was like man this dude is the funniest most like natural because you also rehearse your movies like plays like how could he have just come in and rehearse and he do found all that, that stuff? character and he found it by making every dialogue uh, every line of dialogue end with a question mark so he's so uncertain of himself that he always ends up here (laughs) Uh, if you want to see like range too like he was in i stole him from jeff anderson jeff anderson put him in a movie called now you know and he could play he plays a completely different character than elias not even like oh he does the same yeah um yeah but he was he didn't like he he spent a little time doing it but he was like you know uh and I'm not into like beating right. down doors, and he's had a life to live. And stuff and, like and Anderson's coming back. Jeff is coming back for Clerks Three, and he's kind of the catalyst of like. He is. It's, it's all about him. It's basically he has a heart attack in the opening scene, and oh, then man. he's just like I, I've, I almost died last night, and I have nothing to show for my life. Like I, I didn't even get reminds married me of like some, you or have a kid. Reminds me of someone. Jeff said he goes, "Where'd you get that idea?" <laughs> yeah. I was like I don't know. So then Randall's just like, you know what? I'm gonna make a movie about my life, and, so, and it's. Clerks and what clerks. what got him back was the idea was the the concept kind of that and also like I talked about like um, I had seen Michelle Williams give like this speech when she won I guess it was a Golden Globe or an Emmy or something, something like Emmy that. where she was talking about like you know she was equally paid to her co-star sure. which was Sam Rockwell and because of that 
it allowed her to focus on the work and because of that she just won an award so she's like look pay people equally and uh that was like it wasn't a pay people equally thing about clerks but it was like we were going low budget and he was just like why do we always have to yeah. sacrifice to make the movie? Somebody makes millions and it's never us. Like, shouldn't we, that this is the, the third yeah, yeah. time we're doing it, shouldn't we get paid? And so that was the beginning of the end and kind of fell apart. So then I talked to him about it fairly recently and I was like, you're absolutely right. I watched your speech, man. I was like, I want you to come set every day and feel like this is great. Like, I don't want you to come to set and feel like you're doing me a favor or, set, or that you've been dragged into this. I want you to be like, I'm comfortably paid, so now I'm just going to have the time of yeah. my life because then we'll get great work out of it. Mm -hmm. So he was like, let's do it. So yeah, I'm so this happy is the to hear it, man. man. I'm, uh, yeah, if you ever need a PA. <laughs> See, you know who did that in real life was Eric Stoltz. Oh, man. He used to PA for Cameron Crowe on his movies. He, Even though he's an actor, he would like, I'll just PA for you. Yeah, he's the man. He's, I, did you ever see uh, his Back to the Future footage? No, have you? Yeah, so you look it up Why, after they take this. You, I thought maybe they took you in an Amblin. No, no, room, no, no, They're no. like, now that you're part of Amblin, no, you I can mean, see this. No, I mean, he got cast before uh, yeah, Michael oh, J. Totally. Fox. But they have that footage? Yeah, Amblin? there's like five minutes of footage online, and it's a side-by-side, -side, and it's wildly more dark because of his... Delivery and There's stuff. no comedy. There's no it. like out of a DeLorean. Yeah, and he's like, "Wait, you made out of DeLorean? Like yeah. it's fully, <laughs> it's serious. so serious." <laughs> and you're like, "Dude, this is dark, man." This is there was dark. a reason they made the decision as they did. Yeah. All right. Um, there he is, ladies and gentlemen. He has been working since he come out the womb ten minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> you're going to be seeing him for the rest of your lives. Uh, so get very comfortable as you have been for the last few seasons of Stranger Things with him for the it pictures and whatnot. Get ready for his turning. Uh, get ready for more Ghostbusters, man, and uh, get ready for more Finn Wolfhard. The world is yours, man. Thanks. Vancouver. Vancouver. Well represented, my friend. Very. Well represented. Thank you. Um, excellent talking to you, man. Yeah, thanks of for course. Making the time. Thanks for coming. Talk or to thanks you Thanks for having me. That is Smodcast this week. I'm Kevin Smith. I'm Finn Wolfhard. Have a week. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. <laughs>